Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. That would be us. This would be Tony Sanders Outdoors. And we are live from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. Good morning, Professor. Good morning. Tennessee River is uh, rising probably a little bit this morning due to all the rain we're having. Well, I tell you what, if you guys are, and ladies, I don't want to discriminate, if you guys and ladies are getting ready to go hunt, I hope you went to Sportsman's Warehouse and bought your rubber panties and <laughs> waterproof clothing because you're going to need it this morning. It is a bit moist out there this morning. <laughs> There's no doubt. It's it's humid. I was going. I know this is Rodeo here, but I was going to show you something really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I am all for utes, right? Correct. You are you are a champion of of getting used outdoors. So yesterday I get a picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can find it. It uh, it was it was pretty impressive. This was the daughter of Kurt Holbert, who is the chairman of said Wildlife Commission. Right. Mm-hmm. Look what young Miss Holbert did yesterday. Oh, that's a big deer. That is a huge deer. That's a big deer. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's a look at the body on it. That, that neck is huge. I know people can't see it. I'm gonna hold it up to Facebook real quick. Good I don't, golly. I don't know that that'll help. I'm gonna try. I don't know that'll fit in the freezer. So that's I don't know exactly what you're seeing. But we'll see. A producer wants to see what the deer is. Now, of course, being the 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 educator that I have been in my past, I said, shouldn't she be in school? <laughs> well, you don't want to know what the first thing I thought was. I know she removed it for the photos, but that was still muzzleloader season then. Uh, I think this is actually at a farm they have okay. in Illinois. Oh, okay. So I believe it is rifle season up there. Or something. She had a one of the pictures, and it might have been the one that I got text. Um, showed the firearm. I don't remember what it was. Uh, here it is. I'll look real quick. Nope, it doesn't either. Uh, so I and I don't know if that's I don't know if that's they're in West Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if that was West Tennessee or Illinois. But anyway, it was a beautiful deer. Good. And I'm like, shouldn't she be in school? He said, it's she's studying biology. Uh-huh, yeah, or anatomy. Now, this is the same young lady uh, that went to Alaska this summer and was doing a rather cute dance. Now, she's oh, with the 14 salmon. or 15 years old, I think. Yeah. She was doing a rather cute dance when she had reeled in her 100th salmon of the day. Right. So she's quite the sports lady. I'm sure. So good for her. Well done, young lady. Her name is Lainey. She's awesome. She's a, she's a, she's a tremendous. I told her, I said, you need to get Daddy to spring for a full body mount. Yes. And then you need to place that right in front of Jackson, her brother's door, 
just to remind him who the favorite is. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That'll work. So. A little sibling rivalry. Never heard anybody. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, Jackson was – I saw Jackson last week. He was actually here in town fishing in the high school bass tournament mm-hmm. uh, up at Dayton. Uh, so he was here. Uh, and he actually assigned a scholarship to fish at North Alabama is what we determined. Right, because we figured it wasn't Arizona, Arkansas, or Correct. Alaska. And the reason is, is uh, at Martin, uh, freshmen can't fish. Hmm. And in Alabama, they can. So he said, I'm going to go to North Alabama. Fair enough. So there you go. You lost out, UT Martin. I think it was Martin and... Yeah, Bethel's down there, too. It's also a very good fishing school. Mm-hmm. They won championships as well. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's where he ended up. That's good for that's him. That's where he's committed to going anyway. So, it is a rainy day out there. If you're headed to the Deer Woods in the Chattanooga area, you're going to get wet. Now, for the first time in what? Six months, I did not see a deer coming to the radio station. Oh, speaking of which, I don't. I, this person probably doesn't listen, and statistically, they don't. My wife and I were going out Thursday evening for dinner. She wanted me to take her out to dinner, so I said I would. And we're driving over there by Greenway Farms, and it's that time of evening. It's that in between sundown and last light and i'm going very slow through there headlights are on and this person behind me is in a honda and is about to drive up my tailpipe and is you know swerving around i'm not going fast enough for them sure as heck as soon as i come around one of those curves down there there are three deer standing in the road in the road and i slowed down and stopped and they went across and then I waited because Tony Sanders taught me well. I waited and looked, and there's number four who darts over at the last minute. <laughs> now they're done that. Yeah. Now, okay. Now it's got all clear. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you got the insurance bill to prove that one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they cross. I go on ahead, and I noticed that person backed off of me a lot. I, and the whole time I'm I'm sitting there thinking to myself to this person who was tailgating me the whole time, this is why you go slow through this area at this time of day get off my tail and they finally backed off when they saw the deer and they were like i guess they figured well he knows what he's doing maybe i shouldn't tailgate him it, it, it literally was th- kind of like that <laughs> it's funny my, my wife was cussing them a blue streak too she was not in a good mood anyway so. anybody yeah it is amazing how often uh there are more than one deer coming across the road. Oh, yeah. And my wife, she, she looked at one of them, and she goes, that's a really small buck. It's a little four-point, but it was it was not a big buck. I, I don't, it was a four-point, but he was just not thick. He wasn't, she goes, he's awful small. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, but I said, he still eat good. She goes, well, yeah. All right, a couple other things. I have discovered something. What's that? And, and this is, this is, Outdoor-related, because okay. I'm, I'm using it this morning. Okay. So it makes it related to the show, right? Right. I have been fighting really bad allergies mm-hmm. this week. And I know it's something you do all the time. Yep. So, and I have taken every 
chemical known to man to suppress a cough. All right. And I also, not something I'm necessarily proud of, but it, life is what it is. 30-year smoker. Don't smoke anymore. I quit, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. I don't remember how long it's been now. It's been a while. So through all the years of smoker's cough, all the years of allergies, all the drugs I've taken to suppress coughs, I'm having a horrible coughing fit mm-hmm. Wednesday. Taking my grandson home, my wife is in the back seat with Hunter, and they're just chit-chatting. She goes, oh, yeah, I saw on Facebook today. I'm like, okay, oh, here we go. <laughs> I saw on Facebook today a friend of ours who said that they took pineapple juice for their cough. Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Okay. My first question was pineapple juice and whiskey or what? Yeah. What What are we mixing? Legitimate question, right? Yeah. Has it got an umbrella in it or not? Yeah. No, pineapple juice. I said, kind of what I just said, all the years of smoking, all mm-hmm. the years of allergies, and you're saying pineapple juice. She goes, that's what they said. I said, huh. So as we're coming home and I'm literally projecting lungs out of my mouth, <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm going to stop. I stopped and bought a gallon of pineapple juice. It works. Really? Well, yeah, you're not coughing. So. Now, I have, again on Facebook, coffee, pineapple juice. Coffee, pineapple juice. I'm alternating. I don't know that that would be a good taste combination. But it hey, doesn't matter. I'm okay. not drinking them at the same time because it's suppressing my cough. Interesting. Now, on the radio, because I'm going to be talking for two hours, I have bought cross drops as well. Mm-hmm. I've been drinking water. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've, I'm liquefying my throat. But I kid you not, I actually had employees leave Ricola on my desk <laughs> Thursday morning. Are you trying to tell me something here? They were. They left a nice note. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will help. Pineapple juice. Straight. Hmm. Now, there's some. So I Googled it, right? Everything right. on the internet's accurate. Well, right, yeah. If it's on the internet, it must it. be true. It's true. Really? Yes. Huh. Why haven't so, we heard of this before? This information brought to you by Tony Sanders. It's Pineapple tested juice. and approved. I'm telling you, I would, I, and I'm not a guy that it's not. Uh, I'm not a what is, was it psychosomatic type person. Yeah, no, it's Hy- not in my head. It's in my, it's in my chest. Yeah, and you are definitely not a hypochondriac. I can tell you. And that. but I just, I was shocked. I drank about a gallon of pineapple juice over my waking. I slept like a baby Wednesday night. The night before, when I got up. My ribs hurt. From coughing. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Well, there's your health tip. If so when you're headed woods. to the woods with the... <coughs> yeah. Take pineapple juice. Hmm. Now, you can't buy pineapple juice, apparently, other than in a half a gallon at a time. So you'll have to create your own bottles of it if you want to take small bottles, which is not a big deal. I mean, we all drink bottled water at times. Right. Or have, you know, whatever. 
I've never heard that. I have not either. Well, now. And you cough as much as I do. Yeah, especially when my allergies are getting exactly. draining bad. So there you go. Uh, it's It was really, I, I'm, I kid you not, guys, it works. It works. I don't know why it works. That Well, they, I do. I read on the Internet, of course. Um, I read that there is some stuff in there, uh, natural, that suppresses. And some of the stuff they did, I thought about you because it talked about taking salt and pepper and cayenne pepper and putting in that, and it would break up the phlegm and stuff that's in your chest, hmm. which I don't, I didn't need that. I didn't want right. that. You just wanted to cough suppressant. Yes. Interesting. There you go. I, in all my years, 50 years on this planet, I never heard of it. I haven't either. Hmm. So there you go. I'm going to drink some pineapple juice while we go to the break. So when we come back. I won't be suppressing a cough that I've been trying to suppress for the last minute and a half. Sounds I good. needed some more. Sounds good. Be right back. Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs, whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, Whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Sports' Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back to Sanders Outdoors. There we go. Much better. Reset. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I just pulled up. Um, we'll talk about them here in a second. Compass auction. And they have this thing. It's called a watch list. It's things you're watching and bidding on and stuff. Right. Uh, you're winning high bid total. Is five thousand two hundred eighty-three dollars <laughs> right now? Which, right now, what you bid on? What I've bid on? Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, granted, one of those, which is a substantial purport, proportion of the, uh, my winning high bid is a Ranger five seventy. Oh. So. Uh, that I'm currently winning. Good deal. But I'm. I don't think that will be the case. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to hold that, but yeah, because uh, my max bid and the high bid are the one and the same right now. So, I've I've won it with what I've maxed. But okay. Anyway, 
You need to check it out. Yeah, it's going to be a big auction. That is. Uh, I got a few guns in there, too. Oh, cool. For sale. Good stuff. I've got silly questions. We're, since we're, we were kind of on the topic of health here, uh, I went and got my eyes checked yesterday. Yes. By the uh, by your by your good friend, uh, Dr. Sanders. Mm-hmm. And my distance eyesight is shot. My close-up eyesight is shot, but in between is all right, but not really good. So I'm going to have to actually start wearing glasses full-time all the time. All right. I was sitting there thinking this, <laughs> and I've never worn glasses, and I've, it's going to be a new experience to me. And I know there are people out there who have worn glasses all their life and much more frequently. But mm-hmm. I, I'm sitting there wondering these things like, how do you keep them from fogging up in, when you're fishing or hunting? How do you look through a scope with glasses? And I'm getting bifocals, which if that tells you how old I'm getting right now. It's not telling you how old. It's telling the condition of your eyes. They're old. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, I was trying to think last night, well, do you take your glasses off to shoot through a scope? Do you, you know, do I really, I'm going to need them to tie on the fishing fly so I can see what I'm doing. Are they going to fog up every five seconds? So, you know, I'm going to be new to wearing glasses, so if anybody's got any tips out there on being outdoors and wearing glasses, let me know. If I need to carry like a constantly carry a, a handkerchief to wipe them off, that's you know that's fine too. But kind of what I figured. But hmm. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting transition for me because having never worn glasses. Have you worn sunglasses? Yeah, I've worn then sunglasses. What's the difference? Well, no. I mean, okay. Don't well. don't overthink it. What's the difference? You've been wearing glasses your whole life. Mm. Outdoors, doing hunting and fishing. Yeah, but normally when I I take off my sunglasses to tie on flies so I can see what I'm doing. Okay, but now you've seen my two pair of outdoor glasses, which have readers in the bottom of them. Right, I need to pick up a pair of those. Yes. Bet you I could find some at Sportsman's. I'm sure you could. But you'll find there's a whole lot of options. Okay. And then you can, you might even, you know, you've... Hunting, what did I do? I wore contacts mm. and wore reading uh, and carried reading glasses for the times that I needed something up close that I couldn't see because you can buy reading glasses. Um, I usually buy them 10 for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not a big spender on those. I've not, and you don't mind breaking or losing no, them. No, that's, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, these are that I'm wearing today are bifocals, um, normal glasses, and they also, did you get them where they tint? I believe I did. Because that's what these do. These become sunglasses when you're outside, so you don't have to change your glasses out. Okay. And they get really dark, actually. Cool. So, it's not that big of a deal. A lot of people wear them. No, I know. Um, Just never having really experienced it full-time. Because he said, I'm going to need, he said, yeah, you, you're going to need them pretty much full time. So, sure. Hopefully, it'll help my fly tying too. I'll be able to see more of what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know. You'll, you'll find that sometimes you, um, you know, I've got some, I've got stronger cheaters than I need to read for doing some intricate work, like on a fly or something like that. Okay. Uh, so, again, it's, the, and that's the that's the beauty. Of the the cheaters are are really. Uh, I mean, I, I I will literally buy uh, three to nine pair at a time. 
and and I, I, every vehicle has one. Every, you know, so I don't have to worry about not having those. Uh, and then the others are, uh, and then all my glasses are, are progressive bifocals, so I can. That may take a little getting used to, but it does. It does. Matter of fact, my wife never got used to them. She hated them. Really? Yep. Uh, she won't. She doesn't wear them. She just. She just could not get used to them. Hmm. So. Well, I guess I don't have a choice. I'm gonna have to get used. To uh, and and I again. Shooting a gun or, or anything else is no different than wearing sunglasses or whatever. It does taste like it gives me used to. Okay. Uh, and th- where I struggle more than anything is going downhill. All right, because the ground's falling away from you. Right. And you're generally looking down through the, the reading part of your glasses. So that okay, I see where you're going with that. So a lot of times, what I do is actually look under my glasses, so I'm not using the reading part, so I can see the ground. Yeah, because my my distance vision is, like you said, that in between is still pretty good. Right. So when I'm walking, or I've even taken them off, going downhill because it does it can get distorted. I'm, I'm wondering how that's going to work out with waiting. We'll find out. So that's the reason I brought it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so. Oh, we shall see. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely fun. <laughs> Getting old is not for the faint of heart. Oh, good Lord, no. <laughs> Beats the alternative, though. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. I've got, uh, you want the deer numbers? Sure. Uh, let's see here. I've got the deer numbers here somewhere. This week, we have taken 53,309 statewide. 53,309 statewide. Hamilton County this week has taken 973. Bledsoe, 499. Bradley, 494. Grundy, 461. Marion, 762. McMinn, 762. Meggs, 653. Monroe, 398. Polk, 115. Ray, 834. And Sequatchie, 399. There you go. The numbers have increased 14,190 since last week. Hey, Don's calling to help you. Okay, Don is. There you go. Hey, Don, how are you this morning? Hey, Tony. Hey, Rob. It's John. John, how you doing? Good. Hey, Rob. Yes, sir. I know how you feel about having to wear glasses more and more. I started about three, four years ago, primarily for reading. Mm-hmm. And... It's actually probably been one of the best things I've done because even little things like around the house, um, using a screwdriver, things like that, Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. Um, my driving, distance vision, walking, you know, I'm like you, I, still, I don't need them right now, but it'll be, you'll, I think you'll be amazed at how much better, you know, things, especially up close, um, start how clear they become as you get used to them it takes a little bit of time to get used to them but no i'm sure yeah it's just it's one of those things that, you know you and tony just said you know part of getting older but it's actually made getting older a little bit easier because things are a little bit you know words and little projects for you know are not as frustrating to do because you can like oh that's where the screwdriver goes <laughs> that's kind of the 
the main reason I went is um, I'm having trouble seeing in class, and I'm looking at my students, and they're fuzzy. So well, that's, well, that's been a good thing for you, then, right? Yeah, yeah. Situation dependent. Yeah, sure. I'm not sure it has anything to do with what you can see or not. I think it's just your students. Oh, they may be a little fuzzy. You never know. Hey, John. Uh, on on another note, how's everything going up at Beatty Fertilizer? Uh, pretty good. We've got a temporary office set up. Okay. Um, I've been. I'm actually heading in now to look at some things because I've been out of town. My wife said she wanted a vacation, and I went yes, dear. And um, good call. Well, tell her I missed her on Thursday at the at, at our at our meeting. So. I will. She was actually talking about that coming back yesterday, and. Um, she really enjoys serving with serving with you on the TC, TSCPA board. She says Good. you're doing a great job. She's a, she's she's a, she's a she's a breath of fresh air. You married up. <laughs> yeah, yes, I did. And um, but yeah, I'm going in to check. See, they were moving the old office. I've got some options for um, maybe how we're going to do the new one. But I'm not worried about it for this past week. And I get now it's time to start looking into it. But yeah, everything's going good. We're up and running, and um, we had about two weeks where we can do some things because we didn't have phone or internet service. But we've got all that back now. Good, good deal. So, but, yeah, uh, have you go? You've gone into winter hours already. Uh, yeah, we're pretty much staying eight to five right now. Okay. Uh, you know, as they get, I mean, they, we may change them up. We're going to be closed. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, because after, you know, looking at it for a few years, we don't do a whole lot on Wednesday because people want to cook. So we're like, well, we'll just take Wednesday off and, and you know, let everybody start to have, try to have a good time with their family. So. Well, good for you. All right. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. But, yeah, everything's good. I appreciate you asking. And, you know, Rob, don't, don't get discouraged wearing them. Oh, I'm not yet. People will automatically, you know, bump your IQ up, you know, several points when they see somebody wearing glasses as a distinguished person. Sounds like a plan. Maybe and, I'll be a better and, flat tire. And the gray hair makes him even look older and more distinguished. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> well, I don't know. Tom, Rob Rob still looks young to me, so. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Thanks, John. Thanks. Bye. John Beatty, Beatty Fertilizer, longtime sponsor. Appreciate him being uh, uh, being with us and, and glad that they have, uh, you know, we talked about it, uh, I guess, a month or so ago when they yep. lost their office. And uh, luckily the, the studio, uh, the studio, that's where we're at. Yeah. The, the manufacturing plant stayed up and running, and so uh, glad to see they're getting everything back to normal. So, all right, we'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. It sits above the mantle. Got put in jail? Got one phone call? Give us a call. 267-1023-267-1023. Baby's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies has years of local knowledge 
and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. In fact, they are having a two-day customer appreciation event on November 30th through December 1st. With any purchase, customers can put their name in drawing for a Lose American Hero crappie rod and a Lurch mystery box. They've got everything you need for fishing. They have shiners, red worms, night crawlers, crickets, wax worms, skipjacks, and toughies. They have custom tackle, including canine fishing line. They are the only shop in the area to carry it. Soft plastics and the popular Tennessee rig. Lose crappie rods and bait casting reels are in stock, and they also carry five-inch pre-rigged swim baits via lurch lures. Jack's just got a new shipment of missile soft plastics, and they carry the whole line of Berkeley and Rapala products. Jack's is at 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they are open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs. They're open Sunday through Thursday, 6.30 a.m. until 6 p.m., and Fridays from 6 a.m. until 6.30 p.m. Give them a call at 698-8339, and be sure and check out their Facebook page for special discounts, promotions, and prizes. Jack's has been in business for over 50 years, so they know bait. A thousand yards is a long way. I was waiting for you to say, take a shot, go do some Christmas shopping, come back, see what you hit. Sure, why not? <laughs> you know, the beauty of the their thousand yard range up there is you take a shot and you don't have to look and see where you hit. You look down on your, I mean, you do, but you look down on your electronic device that's right there in front of you. Right. You don't have to trudge a thousand yards to see what's exactly. going on. You know, trudging a thousand yards means I get in my car and drive. Yeah. Can you imagine taking a shot at a thousand yards? No. I think we need to go up there and just shoot it to see what it's like. I wonder how long. Now, well, don't, I've, I've shot a thousand yards. Okay. I shot the Barretts. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't it like a fifty caliber? Well, no. Well, I did shoot the fifty-two, um, but what I enjoyed more than anything was the three thirty-eight Lapua and the um, the three hundred Norma. Mm-hmm. Those are fun at a thousand yards. And, I mean, it's literally, boom, bing. It's pretty cool. Mm. So, but they've got it where, and I forgot what the actual term is, and we'll ask Justin when he calls in, where it actually shows you where you hit so you can make adjustments right there. Yeah. So. That'd be cool. Yeah. It will be. Oh, I appreciate the caller calling in and letting us know. They didn't want to go on air about uh, bifocal contacts. I appreciate the call. Thanks for letting me know about that. I may have to look into that as well. Have you ever worn contacts? No. Do you think you can? I, I don't see why not. I, I have no problem. Well, I do rub my eyes a lot with allergies, so I don't know how. I might have to make adjustments. But um, I have contacts that I wear a lot of times when I hunt just to avoid some of the issues with wintertime hunting. Now, Bird hunting and stuff like that. I'm gonna be wearing sunglasses. I can just wear glasses just as easy. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Okay, um, but I have worn contacts. Uh, the problem is, uh, eyes are pretty remarkable. I don't know how much time you spent talking to Chuck about it. Eyes are pretty remarkable in how they adapt and adjust. When you put the contacts in, it gives you really great distance vision, and you realize how bad your your up close vision is. Uh, when you're wearing them, when yeah. you're wearing, them. yeah, <laughs> it's just 
I guess the main reason, I guess, like I said, one of the main reasons was I had trouble seeing students, but I've noticed I'm also having trouble watching television because the TV's fuzzy. Yeah. Why did you wait so long? I don't know. I I don't know. I so just, did y'all talk about important stuff besides your eyes, like fishing? Yeah, we talked lots of fishing. I, I, told, I told Dr. Sanders that there's a conspiracy of the hook manufacturers of America. They're making the eyes of the hooks smaller. Okay. And he said... And, it, and you know, Chuck, as well as I, Rob, they ain't doing that. That's you. And I said, well, yeah, we did talk some fishing. He's, he's excited. We talked a little salmon fishing. So it was fun. He loves to go to Alaska salmon fishing. Uh, hey, I'd love to go to Alaska salmon fishing. I love, I love salmon. Oh, speaking of which, I've been eating a lot of smoked salmon lately. Really? Yeah. So picked some up and had, been putting it on bagels. And locks too? Yep. Bagels. Yep. Been putting it on. Locks and, locks and bagels. Yep. Put a little onion on there, too. Okay, and we're on to food, and now I'm hungry. Great. we still got an hour and a half to go. <laughs> Are you doing part of Cindy's show, too? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't think I can. All right, we're at? I don't know. What you want to go to? Um, We've got, you're driving. All right. Well, uh, we have some. Obviously, today is the opening day of gun season. Uh be sure and wear your blaze orange out there, and if you're crawling up into a tree stand, please, 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 be, please wear your harness. Your speaking, of blaze orange, speaking of blaze orange, mm-hmm. in Tennessee, it's 500 square inches on your upper body and your head, and that's regardless of what you're hunting with. It is firearm season. You need to have that on, period. Okay. And I know it's not the same in Alabama. I'm not talking about Alabama. You need to know your rules down there. Uh, every every place is different. In Tennessee, you can't take your blaze orange off when you get up into a tree stand. In some states, you can. Um, so, uh, and then uh, the the safety the safety belt. Why we have people fall every year? Uh, and die, it makes no sense to me. That's the easiest thing to keep that from happening. Wear your stupid safety harness. Period. Do not go off the ground without it. You're 20, 30 feet up in a tree. I mean, come on. If you fall, that's going to hurt and probably kill you. So wear your safety harness. I'm with you on that one. Uh, Are you going 30 feet up in the air? Possibly. I'm short to begin with, so anything above my head is probably like 30 feet. Okay. Relative. Um, let's see here. I've got a couple of stories. This is rather interesting. Pennsylvania will finally allow limited deer hunting on Sundays. Pennsylvania deer hunters have a reason to celebrate after lawmakers have done away with a blue law which prohibited hunting on Sundays in the Keystone State for more than 100 years. Governor Tom Wolf is expected to sign the law, which will allow hunters to hunt one Sunday during rifle season, one Sunday during archery season, and one Sunday to be determined by the Pennsylvania State Game Commission. The law also requires hunters to have written permission to hunt private land on Sundays. Oral permission is fined the other six days of the week. Deer hunting has been illegal in Pennsylvania on Sundays since the 1800s. Although there were exceptions for coyotes, foxes, crows, and non-commercial game preserves, so hopefully I'm sorry, I find that silly. I do too, but they're doing away with it, so 
good for Pennsylvania, or at least they're getting some Sundays. I mean, one. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Campfires are burning. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. I got breaking news for everybody. I'm rebidding. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Oh, man. Why am I not surprised? I'm sorry. That's all right. I, you know, I need to join Auctions Anonymous or something. It would be AA. So, yeah. hi, hi I'm, my name's Tony. Hi, Tony. <laughs> I have a problem. Wrong meeting. I have, I have a problem. Oh, boy. Yeah. They got some... There's um there they they've got a bunch of firearms from a bankruptcy in there. And these things are nice. They are. The I see why the guy was bankrupt now. He's a, <laughs> He spent a lot of money on guns. Yeah, they're nice guns too. Um the uh I mean there's some H and K's in there. I mean, I'm telling you. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Uh you don't. You don't need to go on to Compass. dot com. You don't. You know, you're going to use a Jedi mind trick on. No go. No go there. Don't bid. Don't bid. <laughs> Except on my six guns that I'm selling. Go bid. Go, go bid. bid. Go bid. <laughs> All right. We better stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> our buddy, our buddy Steve may not be happy with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's happening? We got about a minute. What's happening in the? Uh, the old calendar. Outdoor calendar. If you got something you want me to read on the air, give me an email at rob at tonysandersoutdoors.com, rob at tonysandersoutdoors.com. Coming up on the 18th and 19th of January next year is the 29th annual Sandhill Crane Festival at the Hiawassee Refuge. goes from 8 to 5 every day. Lots of great events for everybody in the family. Coming up uh, February 1st, Bayside Baptist Wild Game Dinner at Bayside Baptist Church. It starts at 4 p.m.-ish. Then on the 8th is Silverdale Wild Game Dinner at Silverdale Baptist Church. Shut up. <laughs> Both of you, be quiet. <coughs> it's uh, 14th 
uh, on the 14th of March, the DU Greenhead event is coming up at Covey Creek Farms, and that's going to be a great event for all the youth. We'll be right back. Tony Center's Outdoor. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Hour number two, Tony Sanders Outdoors, hanging with you this rainy Saturday morning. Opening day of gun season in Tennessee. Of course, Georgia's been open for a while. Well, Alabama's been open, I think, too. Yes. We're later. But it's all right. It's open now. It is open now. Well, not yet. Well, yeah, in about an hour. Hour ish. So, good luck to everybody heading to the woods today. Bring your rain gear. Absolutely, definitely bring your rain gear. Um, your buddy Chuck Sanders called in. Mm-hmm. Says he hopes to have you catching giant trout very soon. Good, thank you. And he, I mean, one reason I like going to Chuck is he's a sportsman. Yeah. So he understands. He wears glasses, and he's a sportsman. He understands what it's like to hunt in the rain, what it's like to fish in the rain, what it's like to walk, wade. He gets it. Right. So he has a good perspective. And we had a caller call in, too, talked about the bifocal uh, contacts. Mm-hmm. I've tried those. They didn't work for me. Okay. But that's okay. Um, it may work for you. I just It did, just didn't work for me. I'm gonna start with the glasses. and We'll go from there. I may, you know, if I decide to get contacts, we'll see. But or I'll see. Get it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pun. <laughs> punning, punning, punning. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, no, it's great to see Doctor Sanders. He's super nice too. Super nice guy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we going? I don't know where you want to go. We've got some, uh, got some idiots outside. We got some uh, poaching pinheads. Let's do that story you talked about. I want to see if people react the same way I did. Oh. Coming well, over this one. Okay. Uh, it, bear with me just a second. Uh, this was sent to us by our buddy, uh, David, David Wright. Wright. Right. Woman butchers deer in the middle of a North Carolina nail salon. Now, say, say that just that part again. Woman butchers deer in the middle of a North Carolina nail salon. I, 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 I'm, just, I'm still just flabbergasted. I'm still trying to figure it out, too. A photo from a nail salon is going viral, but you would probably never guess why. Morgan Taylor, a Charlottesville native studying at High Point University, was getting her nails done at Diamond Nails this week when she said one of the nail technicians began to butcher a deer in the middle of the salon. And there is an accompanying picture. There is a blue tarp. There appears to be some large deer steaks, maybe some tenderloins. And the woman is knelt down and is appears to be cutting them up into smaller chunks she's not field dressing a deer she's not skinning the deer which is what we thought it yeah finished. i was thinking that somebody just brought in a deer and they're do- no this is just the meat there's a cooler to the side it looks like uh you know she's cutting up some of the tenderloins into smaller pieces and some of the hams she's and- processing it. yes she's, she's processing, processing it. 
I personally take mine to Don's to right. process it, but that's just that's me. I'm, yeah. I'm silly that way. Go ahead. Taylor told a, no, a local news outlet she was shocked and reported it to the North Carolina Board of Cosmetic Art Examiners. According to the board, Diamond Nails has an inspection grade of 96. Meanwhile, in the review section of the salon's Facebook page has been cluttered with people making comments about the now viral video. I can't believe that you think it's okay to have dead animals in a salon, one person wrote. That is totally nasty. It's unprofessional to butcher animals during business hours on the salon floor in front of customers, another person wrote. The board of examiners did it's not... Okay to, I'm sorry, it's okay to do it after hours. Right, that's, that's fine. But not during hours. Yeah, and it looks like, honestly, there's like chairs uh, just describing the picture a little bit. There's uh, a whole bunch of nail polish on the wall in racks. It appears she's doing it in the waiting area where the extra seats are and just, you know, folded out a blue tarp and she's going to town, so... They do good work on nails. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, they got sharp instruments there, you know. They can probably take apart the meat and, you know, butcher it down a little bit further. That's too funny. I don't understand why at that time. I mean, if it's that critical. <laughs> I truck diver, David. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of woman right there, uh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm not too sure about that, Dave. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, how you guys doing? Doing good. I've met your wife. I think she's much. She she's she's a she's definitely an upgrade there. Even though this woman is is pretty skilled with a a, a blade. There you go. Or a nail file. There you go. I really tried to call you guys from uh, my tree stand in Missouri last week, but I just my signal is really pitiful out there on the farm. But uh, had a pretty successful week. We uh, first thing Saturday morning, right off the bat. Uh, this poor coyote committed suicide right out in front of my tree. Did and then really? uh, a couple hours later, a really nice eight point, he did the same thing. I don't know what's going on out there. There must be a lot of depression, but they just walk by and, you know, stop and it's pretty much over with. So how, how big, how big was the, the eight pointer from a weight perspective? Do you know? Uh, not really. It, it, you know, they're just huge body deer, you know, yeah. we, we don't weigh them, but they're, you know, a very, very good East Tennessee eight. It'd probably go, I don't know, probably 40 pounds or so. Yeah. You know, they're just large animals. And sure. Really, really awesome to see them walk through the woods. You know, you always think, well, one of the cattle are out, but there's some pretty good deer out there. Did you get the lady in High Point, North Carolina, to help you with processing? <laughs> I think I'll just have it shipped over there to her. She's got a backpack machine. I'll just let her have it yeah. and go after it. <laughs> well, you know, the, the funny. That's a classic, the, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, the funny part goodness. is uh, Rob. Hey, listen, was... Rob, I, I apologize to Rob for uh, Rob about your um, your fly tying tails. I, I didn't take my squirrel gun with me, and Tuesday morning I was pretty much finished deer hunting, and I decided, well, I'll get Rob some big red squirrel tails and cousin out there's got a 1022 with no scope and i i hadn't shot a rifle with no scope in years and i don't know it uh, i was trying to get through a box of shells before i ever hit one but i've got you a couple of tails anyway we'll i'll get them to you i appreciate that david thank you so very much i was gonna say he maybe yeah. could bring the tails with some sausage and biscuits sometime soon yeah <laughs> not yeah that, well i'll not that as, I'm as i get a uh, i'll take a saturday here pretty soon and uh, we'll drop by there with squirrel tails and sausage and biscuits and I'll show Rob how to wear glasses in the woods. I've done it since I was eight years old, and just a just a couple of quick tips. If you've got a 
if you've got a rifle that's scoped mm-hmm. that you use, it may change your eye relief a little bit. A lot of people pick my rifle up and look through it, and they can't find any crosshairs because my eye relief's a little bit different with my glasses than most people would have. But, okay. you know, it's not that big of an issue. But um, And okay. also on the steaming up your glasses, just I, I use, like, when I get to my tree and I'm getting ready to climb and, you know, work up a little heat, then I you got a little, a couple of those little straps like you'd put on your sunglasses just to throw them around your neck and let them dangle. And that way, you know, they're not sitting on your face getting all heated up. Then when you gotcha. get up in the tree, you can just put them on and don't have to worry about too much fogging up. That's what I was really concerned about because my, my uh, dark glasses when I fish fog up a lot too. So that's yeah, that was that, my main concern. Yeah, keep you one of those, um, what do you call that, microfiber cloths with you. And yeah, yeah. That's the best thing. That way you don't scar them up real bad. I'm bad about using a T-shirt, and after about a year, you know, your glasses have got so many scratches on them, you can't see anyway. <laughs> you know how that goes. Indeed. All right, well, listen, guys, just want to check in. I'm down here in south-central Georgia dodging deer across this little two-lane road. They're, you know, I don't know if they're staring there, but they sure are here. They, uh, it's raining here. They're bedded down trying to stay dry here. I heard that. All right, fellas. Well, listen, All have right. a great morning, and I'll uh, check back with you soon, and we'll do the biscuit thing. Uh, yeah, our new producer would probably – he hasn't sampled the uh, your venison biscuit, so. Oh, well, we'll have to fix him up. There you go. All right, man. All right, guys. Have a great morning. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Oh, bye-bye. There you go. Missouri deer. I need to go out and go deer hunting in where they shoot big deer. Well, you you've been to Missouri, but you went duck hunting out there. Is is, is a well, uh, Quillen. I thought you duck hunted there too. No. Oh, I have. Yes, you're right. I have. Okay, so I am right. All right, yeah. All right. You were you thought I quail hunted in Kansas. My bad. Okay. Eh, they're all the same. Missouri, Kansas. It's, what's it's, the difference? It's a flyover state. Yeah. <laughs> it's all deer and nail salons and stuff like that. So. Unreal. Yeah, that one was an interesting story. Uh, what do you want to go? I've got. Uh, we're up against a break. Yeah, uh, yeah, we just got a couple minutes. Uh, I don't know if I can get through any of these, but we can we can talk about some. We got a poaching pinhead who he's going to be in some really really big trouble here in the very near future. Uh, let me give you the highlights on that one real quick. See if I can do that one. Uh, a g- gentleman in Montana has been charged with poaching three bull elk near Roundup, Montana. The three trophy elk... Not one, but three. Three. The three three trophy bull elk were illegally killed at night during a closed season. I don't know what else you can add to that one. The news release uh, states that Russell um, Earl Russell Benz, 23, on a $10,000 warrant, he has posted and has been released, posted bond and been released from jail. He shot the elk from a vehicle on a public roadway at night during a closed <laughs> hunting season. Okay, there was something the else. Here. Yeah, he you hit the trifecta on that one. From a vehicle at night during closed season. Yeah, so road hunting, uh, night hunting, season closed. <laughs> Probably wasn't wearing blaze orange either, so we can add that on there. Trophy elk. Yeah, he's charged with two felonies, criminal endangerment for discharging a handgun in close proximity to another individual, Good. aggravated cruelty to an animal for shooting one bull elk in the neck with a handgun, then leaving it to suffer for an extended period of time before it died. 
He's also charged with 19 misdemeanors, two counts of hunting without a license, three counts of killing more than a limited elk, two counts of hunting with artificial light, two counts of hunting during a closed season, one count of shooting from a public highway, one count of shooting from inside a vehicle, three counts of wanton waste, and three counts of theft of game. Wow. They take their deer poaching in Montana seriously. What's elk? Uh, deer. Listen to me. Elk. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Elk. He is I hope they throw the book at him and he never gets to hunt again. I, I, I w- he, I'm with that. But now he doesn't hunt anyway. So No, he's a, he's poach. a poacher. He's a poaching pinhead. Um, what's his name? Let's make him famous. His name is Earl Russell Benz. B-E-N. 23 years old. 23 years old. Where does somebody 23 years old learn to be that stupid? It's got to be from his parents. Got to be. Sorry. Nah, I shouldn't blame anybody's parents. They're stupid people. He is looking at a lot of charges. All right. Mr. Benz, I hope he never gets to do anything like that ever again. I concur. I All concur. right. Let's go pay a bill. Tony Sanders Outdoors will be right back. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Horses Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-388. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors coming right to the phone for Steve. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Hey, pretty good. Y'all doing all right today? You know, for a rainy Saturday, we're doing really good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's good. Let's see if we can get Rob some vision. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you say you were having trouble seeing the TV also? Yes. And reading? Yes. Okay, you need progressive lenses. That's exactly what they told me I needed, and I, that's what I got. Oh, okay. You did get them. I okay. did get progressive, yeah, and that's... I got a progressive bifocal type thing, too. So they said that would take some getting used to, and that's what I was so afraid of. And Tony gave me a good point to look under the glasses when I'm walking because I was worried about waiting. And when I look down, when I'm waiting to see where my feet are, I'm going to be looking at the uh, zoom bifocal. Yeah. 
Well, now, when they, I don't know who you went to, and it doesn't really matter, but I know the first time I got glasses, they were progressive. Mm -hmm. And I went to a pretty good, reputable, you know, eyeglass place. And it took him probably 30 minutes to get them set up on my face to where, you know, he made me look up and look down and to where everything was in focus when, you know, way I would just move my eyes and not my head also. Okay, yeah. So that that makes a big difference. I, I went to uh, Dr. Chuck Sanders over there in Hickson, and the lady who was helping me pick out the glasses, uh, she said, you know, this you might want this. She said, do you use a computer? I said, yeah. She said, you might want this yeah. anti-reflective stuff. And I said, well, that'd be good. And she was really, really yeah. nice and helped me. I cannot remember her name, but she was super nice. And she said. Yeah, um, it's it's not like some of these places they, you know, give you your glasses and say, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> Get used to them. <laughs> no, she was real smart. I was trying to pick out frames. She goes, well, that looks good on you. She says, but she says, you need to take a selfie. I said, why? She goes, send it to your wife. She has to look at you. And I was like, that's a <laughs> yeah. good call. That was a good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Hey, and uh, what kind of ranger did you say you were bidding on? <laughs> um, uh, a Polaris. Did I hear? Oh, okay. I yeah. thought I heard you say five seven, and I thought uh, five. that's a pistol, but I've never heard of a ranger. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's the Polaris five seventy. Oh, five seventy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, I might have cut it off because I'm definitely suppressing coughs every once in a while today. But uh, oh, okay, yeah, it's uh, it is a uh, it, they're laughing in here because it's like every time I mention it, somebody's gonna go out there and look at it. It's a, uh, <laughs> but they have no. I'm, <laughs> they, I'm not. I thought I thought it was a pistol. I was going to then. No, you see the p. You I, see the PS ninety on there. I did. I, I did. <laughs> Yeah, I've tried to get in contact with that guy, but he he hadn't answered me back yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. Uh, but now there's some there's some definitely some nice firearms out there. I'm I'm, yeah. actually, I'm bidding on several. So yeah, uh, my daughter won a Ruger uh, LCP uh -huh. uh, th Thursday night. We had we had a vigil for the girl that passed away with a brain tumor. Yes, sir. And she won a. Uh, Carter shooting donated a, a the pistol, uh -huh. uh, a year's worth of uh, range time, and uh, Zerk Ops uh, lessons. That's awesome! Wow, that is awesome. Yep. Did they raise quite a bit of money for her family? Uh, probably did. There were quite a few people there. Good. Good. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it's uh, they were like I think fifty dollars a ticket or something like that. Right. And they were probably at least. 150 people there. Well, that's awesome, and she definitely, she definitely got her money's worth there. Then, yeah, good for her. Yep, yep. Okay, all right, man. Just want to let him, let him be able to see. Appreciate, it, Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> okay. See ya. See ya. All right. See, there you go. I'm appreciating everybody calling in and let me know all this good stuff. I mean, it's, you know, these these are these are from Chuck's office. Uh, I've had these several times. Actually, I've had the lenses redone once because I like the glasses. Yeah. I looked. I that, I saw that frame over there. I looked at it, and I thought, no, I better not get that frame because then we'll be twins. You know why I got it? Why? Because Chuck had it. He he had, he had worn it and, and told me about it. Now, what I discovered, though, this is because 
these are the coated ones that turn dark when the sun comes out. Right. And so that you can, these lenses are made to, you know, take out and stuff. Oh. And and I've got a pair of sunglasses. Well, the problem is, is I never use the sunglasses because these lenses get dark enough that I didn't need, need to. So the only time I've ever used the sunglasses is when I did not have another pair of sunglasses handy in the car. Because once you get in the car, right. they lighten up. Right. Because the UV rays don't get through. So I would wear the sunglasses in a situation where I was driving. But that whole lens pops out. That's really interesting. Yeah. Sunglasses. Uh, it's, it's why I bought them. I like them. I didn't know they did that. You're going to go back, right? No, nah, nah, I've already made my, I'm, I already made my decisions. Okay. All right. We're going to play something that we play every year. This, is, this was a real-life call-in to a radio show uh, probably four or five years ago now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, somewhere where someone wants the, um, it's a, it's about the deer crossing signs that we all see. Uh, I would suggest if you've never heard this, that, uh, you might want to pull off the road and not continue driving because you will be blowing coffee out your nose at some point in the car. All right. So here you go. Missing is all that's going on there. Now, Donna, you got quite the vent today. It sounds like what's going on with you. Well, I wanted to voice my opinion on something that's been bothering me for a really long time. Okay. Um, I, I tried writing the newspaper and contacting uh, TV stations, but nobody seems to want to stay with this. So that's so why I'm calling you guys. Okay, what's, the, um, what's the issue? Well, <clears throat> over the past few years, I've been involved in three separate car accidents involving deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with the population and everything. Um, each of these incidents... They've occurred shortly after I saw a deer crossing sign on the highway. Well, my frustration is that Minnesota and North Dakota Department of Transportation would allow these deer crossings to be in such high traffic areas. I mean, I've even seen them on the interstate. Why are we Mm -hmm. encouraging deer to cross at the interstate? I don't get it. That's such a high traffic area. I mean, you you know, I understand that deer are wild animals, and they need to travel across the streets occasionally to survive and, you know, of course, to find food. But um, it seems to me that it's so irresponsible of us to allow these deer crossings to be in areas where these deer are so likely to be struck by oncoming traffic. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Um. I mean, it's, it's just, I mean... You think they would put deer crossings maybe, you know, in, you know, smaller towns, maybe during a, like at a, at a school crossing, that's, it would be a safer place for them to, to cross, Wait, you know, put the deer crossing sign. You know, deer crossings aren't telling deer that it's safe to cross there. It's just more of like an alert for drivers so they know it's like a high deer population. The government put the deer crossings there. They can direct the deer population anywhere they want to by moving that deer crossing sign. I mean, you know, why in the world would they place it on the highway or the interstate, you know? I mean, God, there are so many other places I can think of than putting the deer crossing signs on on busy highways and interstates. You seem to be under the misunderstanding that the deer are somehow attracted to the deer crossing sign. Well... Well, yeah, the deer crossing sign is there to allow the deer to know that's where they need to cross. Right. And all these car accidents you had involved a deer after you would saw a deer crossing sign. Exactly. 
I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to watch out for the deer, but I mean, I'm, you know, speed limit 55, 65. How am I supposed to, you know, you can't break really quick if you, you know, if the deer just is crossing in that deer crossing area. So you'd like to see these signs move somewhere safer? <laughs> right. If we, yeah, if we can move them, like, don't put deer crossing signs on the interstate or, or freeways. You know, put them in uh, lower traffic areas. You know, somewhere where the speed limit's, you know, a lot slower. Uh-huh. You know, maybe small towns. I don't know. I think school crossings is a good idea. Well, listen, we will, um, yeah, I mean, you say you've tried to contact quite a few people about this. Right, yeah, I, I wrote like at least three or four letters. and We you know, will try. spread the word, okay? We will try to kind of help you raise some awareness for this issue, okay? Oh, thank you. We need to move those deer crossing signs. We appreciate your comment this morning. All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> uh, ha, 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 ha. That, is, uh, that is so funny. I laugh every year. I don't know how they kept a straight face. I, they're I, pros. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're pros. They're, yeah, they're much more professional. Now, the the backstory on this: her name was Donna. Um, she actually figured it out shortly after she hung up the phone, and actually did a follow up call. And she had a good, good spirited nature about it. But it is the funniest thing to hear. And every time to this day since I heard this, I see a deer crossing sign. I think of her. She is definitely infamous. I, I just can't believe. It. Let's let's have them cross at the at the school zone, so that way the deer can you know maul the children while they're while they're crossing. <laughs> All right, so let's, we're gonna go take a break, and uh, I hope you enjoyed that. And watch out for those darn deer crossing signs. We don't want the deer hitting your car. We'll be right back. It sits above the mantle on a cup. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Here come the ducks, hit the high baller. 
Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hey, we've got a text from our buddy Carl from over at Sportsman's Warehouse. A couple things happening today at between 11 and 1, Tyler Worley, hunting manager, will be deep frying a turkey at Sportsman's Warehouse. Mm, deep fried turkey. <sighs> yes. Mm. Food. Deep fried turkey. Food. Rob Food. Mm-hmm. Tyler Worley, deep fried turkey. You don't want to miss it from 11 to 1 or until, while they last. How's that? Yeah, because it won't, it don't, it won't don't show up at 12.50 and expect to get any turkey. Because Randy Waterhouse is there. I know he'll have eaten something. Oh, yeah. And then next Monday through Wednesday. So next Monday through Wednesday. Is that, I'm assuming that's like Monday, like tomorrow. Two days from tomorrow. Two t- tomorrow. Sure. Yeah. Next Monday, bounce back bucks or bonus bucks for Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty members. Any $200 <coughs> or greater purchase gets you $50 in bonus bucks for December. That's a good deal. That's a really good deal. So that's going to be happening uh, next Monday through Wednesday, and you get bonus bucks that you can spend in December. And they're running all kinds of sales now, too. So you got all kinds of sales going on um, as well. So the the thing that I've, uh, you know, in my other lives, I do a lot of business and stuff, and this is the shortest retail season between Thanksgiving and Christmas that we've had in 103 years. Hmm. So because of where Thanksgiving fell, Christmas is always on the 25th, but Thanksgiving is late. It's only 28 days. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful late this year. I noticed that. So you got to make money while you can during that Christmas season. Most well, definitely. what's happening is is everybody's accelerating Black Friday. Right. So Black Friday is, you know, two weeks ago. Now, yeah. And, and, and continuing on. So there's all kinds of specials. There will still be Black Friday deals. But because of the shortness of the season, there's deals now. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So there you go. You ever had deep fried turkey? <laughs> Can you look at me and tell that I haven't? Okay, fair enough. All right. I've actually had it a couple times. I really enjoy it. Um, it's really, really good. I have a oilless deep fryer where it actually uses... Uh, doesn't use oil. You actually, so it's really obviously not fried. Right. Uh, like an air fryer type thing? Yeah. Okay. But I, I bought it at Sportsman several years ago, hmm. and it actually uses a, a propane hmm. and cooks really well. Oh, that does sound good, too. That would be good. I'm trying to be healthy. Oh, yeah. Not that deep frying is not healthy. Yeah, well, I mean, deep fried turkey, you, I mean, you eat it at Thanksgiving. I mean, I know everybody wants to be healthy and, you know, the New Year's coming up, and everybody it's, makes, it's overrated. Yeah, everybody. The New Year comes up, and everybody makes new New Year's resolutions on losing weight or eating right or all that. All bets are off on Thanksgiving, folks. It, it's it's a time to be thankful, and it's a time to feast. It really is. <laughs> so let's be honest. You're saying you're not worried about it? No, I'm going to go. Are you going to deep fry turkey? No, no. Why? I, uh, well, a, I don't know how. B, I don't have a deep fryer. And C, my mom's cooking the turkey, and my mom always. Thanksgiving's my mom's holiday. That's her big holiday. So, are you going to go up and learn how she does her stuffing? Yes, I'm going to. I'm going to head up a little bit early and watch her do some stuffing making and learn how her technique for doing the turkey, which is always good. And uh, I got to learn how, what she uses to 
stuff inside the turkey and then cook it. So, not dressing. No stuffing. No, I don't eat that sage flavored watch gruel. It, watch it. Watch it. You're I'm, in the south. I know. I don't eat that gruel. Nasty. You, it is. Send your cards and letters to Rob Pratula, care of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. I, 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 you don't like it. I, I get like it. But don't insult most of our listeners. Mm. That's all they've ever had. I know. Anyway. All right. You want some idiots outdoors? Why not? All right. We got Tennessee some, idiots, too. Yes, Good. Tennessee idiots. So this is not Florida man. This is Cookville man. Um, uh, Tennessee man John Phillips is being charged with animal cruelty after he stabbed a raccoon to death. The Cookville Wait, Herald. Wait, 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 wait. Stabbed a raccoon. Stabbed a raccoon. That is our symbol. Yes, the raccoon is, I believe, the state animal, is it not? I don't I think so. I don't know. Uh, I'll look that up. Uh, the Cookville uh, Herald Citizen says a warrant has been sent out for Phillips' arrest. The warrant accuses Phillips of trapping a raccoon in a cage on Wednesday and then beating the animal with a wrench and then kicked it like a football and stabbed it to death. The animal cruelty charge is a Class A misdemeanor. Phillips has posted a $1,000 bond and is scheduled to appear in the Putnam County General Sessions Court on December 9th. Reports say a phone number listed for Phillips was not working on Thursday. Gee, I wonder why. After you punt, bludgeon, and stab a raccoon. I'm sorry. That's Again, that's the beginning of a serial killer right there. It Don't. No. If you're going to hunt a raccoon... Hunt a raccoon. Don't torture it. I, got I hope I hope they throw the book at this guy. I sincerely hope they throw the book at this guy. You think they will? I hope so. I hope the Putnam County General Sessions Court judge, whoever that is, Your Honor, I, I would like to see this go to the full maximum penalty because that's just wrong. Good. Now I've got some dirty hippie news if you want that. Why not? All right. A movement is growing in North Carolina to prevent the so-called act of the possum dropping. The practice involves suspending a possum in a transparent box on New Year's Eve and slowly lowering it to the ground as people count to midnight. Uh, Atlanta has the peach drop. New York City has the ball drop. Several other cities have dropped things. Well, this town in Raleigh, North Carolina, does a possum drop. The practice... uh, has been going on for several years. The Rally News and Observer reported Monday that a western North Carolina town had conducted the possum drop for 24 years. Brasstown in Clay County has dropped its last possum in 2018. But the organization's Animals Help Now wants to prevent, it, prevent them from doing it anywhere else in the state. They want to get a required law change to state that it allows people to do anything they want with the possums for at least five years. They want to prevent that. The group started a petition and has gathered almost 160,000 signatures before the petition closed. The group says it is continuing its legislative efforts to stop all possum drops in the state of North Carolina. Just out of curiosity, they didn't actually drop the possum, did they? No, they lowered it down slowly in a plexiglass transparent box. And the animal was taken. We did this story a couple of years ago. The animal was brought to a vet. It was checked. It was given vitamins and all kinds of good things like that and then released back out into the wild every year but they checked the possum to ensure that wasn't going to be carrying diseases to other possums and they got a checkup dropped it in the box let it go happy new year not anymore not anymore we'll be right back
products. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Wrapping it up this Saturday morning. Man, it's been been a fun show. It has couple of events coming up. Why don't you tell everybody about them? Coming up on the 18th and 19th of January is the 29th annual Sandhill Crane Festival. It's going to be out at the Hiawassee Refuge from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Lots of great events out there. Lots of vendors. Why, lot- do, you, why do you keep mentioning the Sandhill Crane Festival and you don't talk about Sandhill Crane hunting? Okay, just checking. I don't want people out there hunting with me. I want to shoot the cranes. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get your chance to shoot them. Anyway. Yeah. We're going to, during these three days, we're not going to hunt them. No, we will not be hunting them, uh, but there are some really great opportunities. If you don't hunt them or didn't get drawn this year, sorry, you can go look at them. So you can do that on the 18th and the 19th. Or you can come and help me and Rob carry them out of the field. Yeah, somebody can be my Sherpa for a change. Won't be me this year. I'm I'm hunting as well. Yeah, I'm going to be your Sherpa anyway. Uh, Let's see here. I can see me dragging all the gear out again. (laughs) Then coming up February 1st. Bayside Baptist Wild Game Dinner at Bayside Baptist Church starts at 4 p.m.-ish. That's yep. going to be a fun time out at Bayside Baptist. Then on the 8th of February, the Silverdale Wild Game Dinner at Silverdale Baptist Church. It's also going to start around 4, so that's always a wonderful time. That's then always on, after muzzleloader season, right? Yes, it's always after muzzleloader season. Thank you very much, Tony. Appreciate you bringing that one up. <laughs> Not this week. Uh, March 14th. Wild Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and oh, and lo- ahead, loader muzzle. Uh, go ahead, loader muzzle, wild Baptist. Yeah, loader muzzle and wild Baptist. The DU Greenhead Youth Event is going to be out at Covey Creek Farms on the 14th of March. This is a great event. If you got kids, be sure and sign them up for that. There you go, man. You got through it all, even with me interrupting. Yep. Man, it's been a great show. Thanks so much for being part of the show. Thanks for all the calls, helping Rob with his eyeglass problems. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it very much. We will see you next week. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.